Welcome to the Letters to the Beloved podcast. I'm Jake Spencer, the pastor of Grace Chapel, Knoxville, and we are thrilled that you are joining us today. You are listening to the audio from a video series that myself and other members of our church family record each week as we walk through God's Word together. Our hope is that the living Word of God would come alive in your heart today. If you'd like to learn more about our church, you can visit our website at gracechapelknoxville.net. May you be blessed and encouraged today. And now, beloved, welcome to the conversation. Hey friends, thanks for joining me today. I wanna invite you on like a virtual walk, if you will. Um, One of my good friends, the executive pastor back at Grace Chapel in Franklin, uh, Pastor Mark Bright, one of the things we used to do on a regular basis is go for walks together. Um, Mark was a good friend of mine, but he was also my boss. And a lot of times on these walks, you know, we just discuss things that were going on, maybe in our personal lives, um, maybe just even within the church and how things were structured. But often it was a time to wrestle through things, to, to disagree, but ultimately with the intention of me being better for it, him being better for it, the ministry we were doing together, um, growing and improving. And so, man, there were times where things need to be corrected. I needed to be corrected. Um, But these walks were great because they were building a sense of friendship, familiarity. Um, We were doing something together and it was just a consistent part of our lives. And so kind of with that backdrop, I wanna talk to you today about being able to be corrected. Now, primarily, I wanna talk to us about how we can prepare our hearts to receive correction. But I also wanna encourage you, some of you guys are in a place where you have a position of influence in someone else's life, where there are times where you need to come alongside and correct. Maybe an employee-employer relationship. Um, Maybe with a spouse, not like like you're in charge of them, but we kind of mutually challenge each other, encourage each other, learn from each other. Um, maybe you've got children, you're correcting them. So, so as we're learning how to receive correction, I also believe there's some stuff in here that we can learn from Paul about how we can properly bring loving correction to one another. So really simply, this is all kind of rooted in the book of Galatians. I want to read one verse to you. Um, it's really a question that Paul asked the Galatian church. And so in Galatians 4.16, he says, Have I then become your enemy by telling you the truth? Have I then become your enemy in telling you the truth? Friends, this is an age-old problem. When, when we as human beings, our, our, our selfishness is involved, um, just our, our desire to be accepted, well thought of, um, we hold our own opinions in high regard. There's a lot of reasons why we would resist disagreement or correction. And unfortunately, we often respond the way the Galatians seem to be responding, where Paul said, listen, I'm bringing this correction to you. Are you viewing me now as an enemy because I'm telling you the truth? And so friends, can we position our lives, our hearts in such a way that we can be contradicted, that we can be corrected? See, the truth is, while there are times in our life we need to receive correction from others, You know, that can be a slippery slope. Are they right and am I right? Um, We're all imperfect. But friends, all of us need to be able to receive correction from God. He loves us, he's for us, 
and he wants to grow and change us. And so at times he's gonna put his finger on things that need to change. Unfortunately, in my life, he has often used other people to highlight those areas where I need to grow. And so I have to decide, do I have the mentality and the humility that can receive correction? So I wanna give you a backdrop, three main things that we see from how Paul interacts with, with the Galatians that might guide us on how we can receive healthy correction. Okay, so first of all, I'd encourage you to read chapter one, verses six and seven. Paul makes it clear um, that the gospel, the truth is like a core component for them. And actually what he's addressing, the problems he's addressing are areas where he sees them contradicting or losing sight of the truth of the gospel. And so friends, when we are receiving correction, first and foremost, it should be rooted in biblical truth. A really great way to tell if what I'm receiving is accurate, does it line up with God's word? In fact, is the very thing that's being called out something in my life that's not lining up with God's word? As much as I might wanna fight that or push back, if the thing that's being highlighted in my life is an area where I'm off track from the Word of God, it's actually a very loving thing that someone would call that out, that I may realign with truth. So correction, loving correction, it should come from a place that's rooted in gospel truth. Secondly, I want you to check out how Paul talks to them now in chapter six, verses one through three. He begins to talk to them not only about how he's been walking with them, but he's encouraging them now to bear with one another to love one another. Um, and so the mentality here, friends, really is that correction, challenging things that we disagree on, the way we handle those is to be rooted in genuine love. So we need to be rooted in gospel truth. We need to be rooted in genuine love. So how does this play out? Well, if the person in my life that's highlighting something, talking to me about a challenging issue, man, is there a track record of loving relationship? Um, I don't just mean do they make me feel good all the time. I mean, is there a track record that this person genuinely wants my good, intends good and love towards me? Um, do they even love me sacrificially? You know, what is, what is the track record of our relationship? See friends, a lot of us I think have a hard time receiving correction because we aren't, we aren't hearing it through the lens of a loving relationship. Is this person speaking gospel truth? Do they have my best interest at heart? Is there a track record of them genuinely loving me? And then number three, and this kind of ties in with number two, but I just want to make a special point of this. Paul unpacks from chapter one, verse 11, all the way through almost all of chapter two, his own track record with Jesus, his track record with the other disciples, and ultimately his track record with the Galatians. And the point he's making here is that we have established relationship. He is established as a person who loves and walks with God. And he's been established as a person who loves and cares for the Galatian church. There is relationship that has been built. And so friends, that's kind of the third thing. When we're learning to receive loving correction, what's the level of relationship? The higher the level of the relationship, the more validity I need to give to the person that's communicating truth into my life, even if it's something hard. So I wanna give you some questions to kind of reflect on here as we wrap up, okay? Number one, who in my life right now can I identify that is able to speak loving, correcting truth into my life? If, if you can't immediately think of one, two, three, four people, 
If there's not at least a handful of people you can think of, I would encourage you to stop and consider, have I positioned myself, have I opened up my heart to people in such a way that they could lovingly speak truth and correction into my life? Next thing to consider, um, do you only accept teaching and leadership when you agree with it? You know, as someone who has both sat under the authority and rule of others in my life and have also been in a, a place of leadership and authority, I've noticed this in my own life and I've watched it as I've interacted with other people who I was leading. Um, we all say we love strong, healthy leadership until the moment when leadership corrects us. And then our immediate response is to shoot holes in it. Now listen, friends, unfortunately, we're led by imperfect people. So there are times where there's you know, spiritual abuse, emotional abuse, people misusing power and authority. But I think it's become very familiar to us that the minute someone in a position of authority in our lives contradicts us, that we automatically figure out a way to write them off. Let me have a good reason or excuse to throw away their input or opinion. And if I can discredit them, then I don't have to be corrected anymore. Friends, I just wanna challenge you to consider are there people, spiritual authority leaders in your life, maybe a life group leader, a pastor, just a longtime mentor or friend, do they have a place in your life where they can speak some truth, not just that encourages you that you like to hear, but are you able to receive correction from them? Um, and then thirdly, just kind of a generic thing, friends, let's always consider, am I open to loving, gentle correction? Am I open to that, all right? Now, I wanna leave you with this. If you are in a place where you can speak love and correction to someone else's life, I wanna encourage you, run that through these same filters. Am I doing this from a place of love? Am I bringing this from a place of gospel truth? And does the level of relationship I have with this person meet the kind of conversation we're about to have? Have they invited me that far into their life? Do I have that credibility? Friends, part of healthy relationship with one another is not just being together when times are good. It's also not just quietly loving and supporting when times are bad. Both of those are important. But friends, there are times we need to stand up boldly and lovingly and speak gospel truth to each other in love to get each other back on track. Let's position ourselves to receive that and let's position ourselves to give it when needed in love. All right, friends, I love you, praying for you. Hope you have a great weekend ahead, and we'll talk to you again soon. God bless.